0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are going to be in the book of Psalms today, but before we get to that scripture, let us begin with a prayer.
1: Friends, this prayer was written in the 17th century, so let us pray. O Lord Jesus, who came down from heaven to redeem us from all iniquity, we beseech you, to write your word in our hearts, that we may know you and the power of your resurrection and express it in turning from our sins. Rule in our hearts by faith, that being dead to sin and living to righteousness, we may bear the fruit of holiness and grow in grace and in personal knowledge of you. Amen.
0: Amen. Our reading comes from Psalm 116. Listen for a word from God. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people precious is the sight of the lord precious in the sight of the lord is the death of his faithful ones o lord i am your servant i am your servant the child of your serving girl you have loosed my bonds i will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the lord i will pay my vows to the lord in the presence of all his people in the courts of the house of the lord in your midst o jerusalem praise the lord this is the word of the lord Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God.
1: Brett, this passage begins with the psalmist acknowledging that the Lord God has heard their voice and their supplications. I get the sense from reading it that there's been suffering for the psalmist, and the Lord God heard and has turned to praise. What does this psalm, this part of it, tell us about God's presence and suffering? And since it is Holy Week, what does that tell us about Good Friday.
0: I think that this psalm the psalm offers to us that when you go through suffering, uh, when you go through pain, uh, that there will be times when you're crying out to God, that God's presence doesn't feel that it's there. Um, we see that not particularly in this psalm, but in Plenty of other psalms of lament in Christ for help and in life, uh, where there is um, this crying out to God and this feeling like it's hitting uh, an empty wall, um, mm-hmm. and it's typically after the suffering has subsided, or uh, perhaps a corner has been turned in one way or another, and the suffering still present, and looking back mm-hmm. at the supplications made to God uh that the presence of God appears to be there the whole time, um, and so how that pertains to Good Friday uh, is when we come to Good Friday, really the the depth of um the the depth of where you know God turns God's back on God's self, right um, whatever that means um <laughs> that in that moment. Jesus identifies and is present with every single human being in the very worst of their circumstances. Um, Jürgen Moltmann has one of the most fabulous books on this called The Crucified God, and Moltmann was a soldier for the Nazi army. He was a German theologian and was forced to, and watched many people die. He didn't work in a concentration camp, but saw the effects afterwards. And so as he wrestles through the pain of this. He finds hope in knowing that where is God in all these sufferings? Where is God when there is someone lynched or hung upon a tree? Where is God uh, when someone dies from hunger? God is on that tree with them. Uh, God is present in and among uh, the suffering.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. You know, there is this experience of Jesus on the cross where he cries out the psalm about being forsaken, And I have no doubt that in his humanity, he feels utterly abandoned. But two things. One is that he's not abandoned. And we know that because he's resurrected, right? He's never outside of God's care. Um, And I also think that we have to remember that, you know, for those who had grown up in um, Judaism at Jesus's time, To cry out to God even in pain was an act of faith Mm -hmm. Um, because it took seriously that God was there and that God was listening and that God would not abandon you. Um, So I love that even in incredible pain, even in feelings of abandonment, even then Jesus Christ is faithful, faithful to who God is. Um, And I can only hope to do the same when presented with much easier circumstances.
0: Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, I was looking at the quote that you picked up for today that's from the Brothers Karamazov, which is a favorite of mine, and it's spoken uh, at the end of the life of Father Zosisma, who's kind of the spiritual mentor of the main character, Alyosha. He's he's um, the head monk in this monastery. Uh, Alyosha is think- wanting to become a monk, and actually Father Zosisma, tells him he can't be a monk, he has to go out into the world, uh, Mm. that the world needs him out in the world. And uh, right after this, you know, this is like one of the last things Father Zosisma says, Alyosha records it, uh, and as he approaches his deathbed, everyone is presuming that Zosisma, uh, as in accord with many other saints when he dies— he won't. it won't be smelly he'll have a, a fragrance which is several there's saints there's hagiographies that say things like that happen and so Sisma dies and Alyosha's in the room she's ready to hear the smell this fragrant smell and it's actually it becomes so unbearable it's so much worse and Alyosha faces this crisis of faith of this person that he cared about this person that he looked up to They thought, you know, this would be the moment that kind of crystallized Mm -hmm. uh, what he was called to do. Uh, But instead, he experiences kind of the messiness of the world uh, and the reverence that comes with it. Uh, And it transforms him. uh, And at that point, he's actually able to listen to Father Zosisma's advice to go out into the world. Um, All that to say, I think that there are times where our expectations are subverted, where suffering happens, where difficulties happen, uh, and it actually transforms us into better human beings, right? Uh, Absolutely. And that's only through the presence and redemption of Christ that we get there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a difficulty of life, right? Right. I, uh, it's not how I would have done it, Brett. I would have made <laughs> if Tara, I was God. <laughs> I mean, I, let me grow doing something really ridiculous, like just reading a book. Yeah. Um, but it is in the living, and I, I am utterly convinced— That I was called into the ministry because preaching and teaching and being in relationship makes me a better Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people may grow in their faith in different ways using their gifts. But, you know, I don't know that the Lord is so much worried about what I have to offer the world as I have been given this place where I can can grow and can be better than I was yesterday. Well, let's take a longer view. Better (laughs) than I was 10 years ago. There
0: you go. (laughs) Our quote today is from Theodore Dostoevsky in his novel, The Brothers Karamazov. What is hell? I maintain that it is the suffering of being unable to love.
1: Mm. Friends, my blessing and benediction for you today is simple. May you hear the story of this holy week. And in hearing, may you be transformed and ready for the light of Easter morning. Amen.
0: Amen.